Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Should we start with the adversaries and look at them first and how Canada ought to deal with them, particularly when it comes to Arctic sovereignty, China and Russia to begin with? What are your thoughts? Well, good afternoon, Roy. Um, yeah, I, you know, they're, they're different. Obviously, they have uh, different histories and different perspectives. Uh, Russia is a member of the Arctic Council, uh, so we do work with them and the other Arctic nations on issues of safety and uh, environmental concerns and the like. But clearly, uh, you know, the Russian military continues to expand. Uh, the Putin uh, regime have uh, made significant investments in um, their northern infrastructure, and uh, they intend to capitalize on the um, seasonal opening of the uh, the northern route across Russia for commercial shipping traffic. And they have a massive fleet of icebreakers, uh, many of which are nuclear-powered, that are designed to support that um, objective and obviously other objectives that they have in the region. And the traditional threats um, uh, of, from Russia both uh, under the water and um, above it, um, have not gone away. In fact, they're getting um, faster, uh, more difficult to detect, and more difficult to counter. And, uh, you know, certainly that has our neighbours to the south and the United States focused on um, modernizing our our defences as we look north. And then, of course, we have China, who um, really has um, no uh, geographic claim to its uh, ongoing participation uh, in the Arctic, but uh, it considers itself uh, as a global power and uh, wants to continue to do more and more up there. Um, their activities to date uh, in, in, their, in their rhetoric are characterized as scientific and, uh, and commercial in nature, but we know that when it comes to the current regime in China, there's no distinction between uh, anything that China does and its its broader military goals. So that, that sort of sets a broad uh, stage for the discussion, I guess. Yeah, and, and Canada's Arctic is uh, is increasingly attractive to our adversaries and our allies. One of them is the UK, and they have offered military assistance to uh, engage with Canada on Arctic sovereignty issues, and that would include the presence of British nuclear submarines. Does that in part point to uh, our lack of the equipment that we require in our military? And, and, and should we be wary of uh, the Brits bearing gifts in this regard? Well, yeah, I mean, the United Kingdom has had a longstanding uh, interest in uh, Arctic affairs. Um, and this uh, doesn't surprise me in that it's consistent with the kinds of um, gestures and, and uh, uh, offers that we've seen in the past. I think this is interesting at this juncture because it's, uh, it seems to be getting traction. I was reading today um, that uh, the Canadian Coast Guard has entered into an arrangement with uh, the Royal Navy 
to do uh, training exchanges, um, which is which is great and in and of itself um, provide uh, expertise for Royal Naval officers that wouldn't get it otherwise. But as to the issue of the potential, um, uh, I characterize it as contracting out, uh, if you will, um, the uh, security uh, in the Arctic Basin and particularly under the ice. Um, it does concern me. It concerns me um, not because the the Brits aren't good friends and not, and are incredibly capable of doing so. And let's be honest, the Brits and the Americans are up there anyway, um, whether we know it or um, in, in, endorse it. Um, the reality is that they're operating in those waters already. Yeah, so, they're not asking us. Um, yeah, it does make me a little concerned because, um, you know, it, it there's it's a slippery slope when you start, uh, in essence, uh, hiring out uh, security for uh, for your own backyard. One more question for you, Admiral Norman, and I'd like to come back to China. And uh, Beijing continues to want Huawei involved in Canada's 5G network, which Mr. Trudeau uh, can seem to take off the table, regardless of allied and domestic advice that he's received. What's your sense about China and uh, uh, Huawei and fi- Canada's 5G network? Well, I don't think Canada should be trusting China. We've seen uh, over the last several years a number of uh, actions on their part that would should cause most Canadians to be extremely concerned. I know that the recent and uh, very happy return of the two Michaels um, sent some very you know stark messages uh, across the country with respect to uh, how the Chinese were clearly doing business. Um, I think the security of our networks. Uh, is and should be um, a, a primary consideration of any government. Um, I am concerned that Canada has not um, articulated a position, and my hope uh, is that that position is that Huawei has no place uh, in, a, in a Canadian 5G network, as we've seen from our, our key allies, uh, especially those of the Five Eyes community. So right. this is concerning, and I, and I think uh, I think we really need to step up and uh, take a position and, and, and tell China that uh, we're not going to put up with the, uh, the kind of BS that we've seen from them over the last few years. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.